the small town nerdcast i'm your host bryfi your comics guy and this is the last episode of 2022 it's kind of crazy man like so i I mean one i've been podcasting for a very long time but this show this is our first year doing this whole thing and i just want to thank everyone who's been a part of it it's been fun it's been a new experience it's starting from the ground up and i just I don't know how to express my gratitude to you all for uh, just allowing me to do this and like to to listen to me ramble and attempt to do something. I don't know, like something different and weird. And I've just enjoyed it and I've been having a lot of fun with it. And I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to do this. That being said, let's get into the episode so you can enjoy the rest of your new year and we can start partying next year when I turn around and start this show all over again. <laughs> uh, this week we have for you some nifty nerd news and then we will finish things off with a review. And this time we're going to talk about an anime I've been watching. One of the few anime where I could not stop. And that's that's very rare for me. Very, very rare. And we'll get into that in a little bit. So at first in the nifty nerd news, it looks like Gal Gadot will be returning to one of her major roles in the Fast and Furious. (laughs) Yeah, I got excited when I first saw this news because it pretty much led up exactly the same way as I just did to you guys, but she will be reuniting with the family because that's, you know, what you do. You reunite with your family. (laughs) Um, I gotta be honest, I forget what she did in those movies other than be like super badass and Han's love interest and that's pretty much all I remember from her character from those movies which it's not a bad thing because those are all positive things I really liked Han and I really like badass women so yay for that um another thing Charlie Cox was said uh talking about the new Daredevil that will be on Disney Plus, you know, of course, the original Daredevil was on Netflix. He says that you can expect the Disney Plus version to not be as gory. Um yeah, I think we all kind of assume that. So, in other words, water's wet. And everyone loves Charlie Cox. Like, those are just known factors. He's such a charming man. And seeing him in She-Hulk just made me so happy. And I want, as much as I want them to have a relationship, because one, they're both lawyers and they're just funny people. Um, Charlie Cox and Tatiana, like, and seeing them interact on screen was really great. I kind of like the idea of Charlie Cox just sleeping around the Marvel Universe. Like, he has a good thing going for him in the Netflix series, and I would love to see that continue now because, you know, we've had Captain, like, America's ass with Captain America, and now I want, like, I, I, I fucking gonna say it. I'm America's dick. <laughs> Charlie Cox. I mean... It's in the name. Sorry, I had to pause. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but it was it's right there, okay? It's right there. Ladies. Anyway, 
Um, so not all news about Henry Cavill has been sad news here recently. I know we've talked about how he's not having the Superman role and how he's not going to be in The Witcher anymore. So we've all been really sad. But it looks like he's going to star and be an executive producer on the new um, Warhammer 40,000. I don't even know how to if that's how you actually say it. Uh, but the new Warhammer film and TV franchise for Amazon Studios, which has me excited. One thing that I have learned about Henry Cavill and the short time that I've really shown an interest in him since I think The Witcher is when I really got into Henry Cavill and looking into him and interviews and things like that is that this guy is a huge fucking nerd in the best way possible. And Honestly, I think The Witcher letting him go is a shame, and I think he probably had good input for the series. He seems one who who read the books regularly, was very knowledgeable in that world and lore, and he even said he didn't like the direction that the show was going compared to what the books were doing. And like, not even like the video game. This dude was reading the fucking books, man, so like... He's a nerd. Like, he's one of us. He is, I mean, he's a god amongst men of us, but he is one of us. (laughs) So having him involved in something like Warhammer, which I'm sure he's played or at least attempted to play at this point. I have never, I've seen the maps and the figurines and stuff. Like, decorating the figurines and painting them and stuff looks like a lot of fun, but trying to figure out how the actual landscape and battling and all that stuff, that is very daunting, man. Like, I can barely hang on to playing Magic the Gathering, let alone Warhammer 40,000 or 40K, whatever the hell this this uh, game tabletop thing is called. It, it's impressive. I am not trying to shame it in any way, shape, or form. I've been to stores that are solely dedicated to Warhammer, and it is probably the most fascinating thing that I've ever seen. I mean, I love the landscapes that these people build with like buildings and mountains and hills and just all kinds of other decorations throughout. And, and it's not like a small table, dude. These things are like folding tables, like just long and wide and just full of things. And they know what the hell they're doing. I have no clue. And I would just be painting very sloppily little characters and just having fun with them. But um, it's I think it's a cool thing. Like I think Henry Cavill should be a part of more things because he seems to enjoy things a lot. I wish he was in the DC Universe still, but we're not getting that. But maybe, maybe Disney, you could call him because you have a superhero like franchise as well. And I'm sure he would fit right in with, who knows? Oh, let's let him play the Punisher. <laughs> I, no, I think John Barathol does a very great job as the Punisher. I was just trying to think of, man, I don't even know what role I would have Henry Cavill play if he could play a character in the Marvel Universe. He's too damn good looking for a Reed Richards. I don't know. Do you have any ideas? Like, Can you think of who Henry Cavill should be if he was to be in the Marvel Universe? Let me know, man. Uh, last bit of nifty nerd news. Kind of sad, but also kind of like joyful in a way. And it's about Pokemon. Um, you've probably heard, I don't know, because this has been out for a while now. I think it's been well over a week. But the Pokemon anime is finally ending 
Ash's storyline with Pikachu after 25 years. And I don't know how they're going to end it. I don't know, like, what the plan is going forward. But they have finally decided, hey, it's time. It's been well over 25 years years with this 10-year-old boy. And he's done so much. And he's finally achieved such great heights. He's finally become a league champion and recognized as, like, the best Pokemon trainer. He is truly a Pokemon master now. Still 10. <laughs> Still somehow only been a year. <laughs> He's just had one hell of a year. Full of full of tons of shit. And many, many Christmases, I think. <laughs> but 10 years old. It's finally to wrap up his storyline. And it's finally to let Ash go. It's finally to let whatever comes next for the character and whatever comes next for any new characters. Like, I would hope they allow him to grow up and, like, really grow into the Pokemon Master role and be a role model, you know? Like, be, like, that background character. Be that Lance. Hell, be that Brock. Like, I don't know. Like, let Ash just evolve, you know? Like, <laughs> Pokemon pun. Just, just let it happen, man. Like, it, it's been great. It's been a fun run. But you can move on. Pokemon, you can go to a new character and still tell the same great stories. You don't have to keep relying on Ash and Pikachu to tell these fantastic stories. Like, we we will accept it. Now, Jesse and James is another man. <laughs> no, uh, I think it wouldn't be the same. You can't have Jesse and James without Ash and Pikachu, and you can't have ash and pikachu without jesse and james man like it's just it wouldn't be the same and so hopefully or maybe there's a cool way they can send them off like or tie them in somehow without letting them take over the show i'm kind of sad because that was the series man that was like my first anime in a way that was like that was a show that i've watched from the very start, you know, like I remember the first episodes coming out. I remember getting so stoked about it. I remember seeing the commercial for the game on TV where it's like this dude in a bus driver who puts a bunch of Pokemon in the bus and then smashes the bus and then the bus turns into a Game Boy and they're all inside the Game Boy. Like I remember that commercial so vividly and just playing the game, taking road trips up to Pennsylvania and playing it for hours and hours and buying the stupid light accessory so I could play at night and trying to like keep the game quiet while my, my the rest of my family slept, but also having it loud enough where I can hear what's happening. Like this was the show. This was the franchise. This was the thing that pretty much was my life <laughs> i mean i've grown on to other things i say that and here i am playing the newest pokemon game on my on my switch and loving it even though it's not the great best game in the world but it's fucking fun and it's pokemon and something i love so of course i'm gonna play the shit out of it but you know like i don't know man like there's it, it's super nostalgia with it and what's funny is i haven't seen every episode of the new stuff like but i remember the old stuff so vividly not just the indigo league but the orange league you know and like i don't know man like i'm sad i, I am legitimately sad 
but I'm also excited to see what comes next. I think what I'm most excited for and what I want to do is I want to binge watch the whole series. Maybe we'll talk about it on here, but it's something that I want to do because it's been going on for that long. Now, whether I review it on here for you guys, maybe I'll do like series reviews or something on it, something like big overarching, but I will not go episode by episode with you guys. And maybe we could start it all off with, you know, season one, the Indigo League. And, and I think that goes into season two as well. But I think that would be fun, man. I think, th- and like, then I get to catch up. I get to see how it all happens. I get to get to the point where Ash finally becomes a Pokemon master, like a, a recognized Pokemon master and a champion. And I'm stoked for that. Anyway, that's it for the Nifty Nerd News, guys. I got a little sentimental there, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something, and I hope you have ideas for what Henry Cavill should do in the Marvel Universe. That all being said, let's move into what I wanted to review for you guys this week, and that is an anime. And the reason why I wanted to do an anime is because this is the first anime in a very long time that has really captured me to complete it like there's a lot of new anime that comes out that i enjoy and i'll watch like the first one or two episodes and then i fall off of it like there's just like for whatever reason there's just not enough to keep me coming back there's just not enough to make me want to watch the rest of it but this show was so fucking funny was really cool it had really great music that it just captured me. It just held my attention for all 12 episodes of this first season. And I want more. I want to know where this story is going to go. I know there's a manga out there for it. And I want to get my hands on it. But for now, and that's another story. We'll get into that in a little bit. But for now, I have to just sit here with the satisfaction of having a really fun first season of an anime. And that anime is called Bochi the Rock. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's a new one that came out for this season of anime, and it is a musical anime. And I say musical in the light. It's a band anime, one where a group of kids or a group of people get together to form a band and try to make it big. It's one of my favorite stories. It's Very cliche, like this story tie. There's so many anime out there that have done stuff like this. Like, um, I think most recently you have K-On, you have Given, you have Fuka, you have Beck. Like, and these are all ones that I really enjoy. So, like, check all these out. (laughs) But Bochi the Rock has by far been the funniest of the uh, band animes that I have watched recently. And it is just been a joy and a blast to uh, sit through and watch. And if you are a fan of Komi-san Can't Communicate, which is on Netflix, and that one is about a girl who has like huge social anxiety and can't really talk to people. Like I mean, She's like got speaking anxiety and she can't really talk to people. Bochi is like that, but on fucking steroids and in an existential way and a fourth wall breaking way, which is a lot of fun. And I, I, I've laughed out loud at least once an episode because of this show. Like, it's just so fucking funny. Um, Bochi, whose real name is Hitori, 
basically becomes a recluse because she has this social anxiety and she decides to try to overcome it. She's going to learn to play the guitar and get really good at it, have a lot of people and like her and get popular and she's going to play for her middle school like like festival that they do and so she gets a guitar which is her dad's old guitar and starts to learn and starts to get kind of good social anxiety gets in the way she does not perform for her middle school and now she's in high school like two years go by two or three years go by and now she's in high school and um a uber recluse but to somehow like she's been posting her guitar playing online and she's gone by the name unironically guitar hero which was kind of funny to me because i love guitar hero uh through that though she eventually finds a girl who is uh, has a friend like a girl who's a drummer who has a friend who's a bassist and they want to um play a show but the girl that was going to be their vocalist slash guitarist backed out on him and this girl happened to see uh hitori carrying a guitar says hey can you play with us it'd be really cool and she's able to manage her social anxiety in a completely idiotic and hysterical way to be able to at least play some music with them and get past what would i guess you consider her first show uh, eventually they f- they need a fourth person to round out the sound and it turns out the girl that they find is the girl that ran away because as it turns out she actually didn't know how to play guitar she just wanted to get real close to the bassist who i think she is either crushing on or just has a huge infatu- infatuation with and so it's kind of funny and seeing these characters interactions with each other and each of them are pretty quirky in their own way in fact i think the only normal one is the drummer and as a drummer myself that's how i felt in my band was the only normal one although i was actually probably stupid i think everyone said i was stupid but i was also smart stupid i was like smart with no common sense if that's the word i'm probably still smart without the common sense but anywho enough about me more about bochi the rock but it's just fun i mean that's really the show what i've just described to you and then trying to get better, write songs, and help Bochi get over her, because they call her Bochi. I'm trying to remember what that meant. It was kind of like a mean thing, or like making fun of her, but it's something that she fully just accepts and becomes Bochi. And what really sets the show off is just like the fourth wall breaking aspect of it, and not in the sense that she's talking to us, the audience, but it this very much knows what it is like this anime understands that it's a comedy it understands how ridiculous it is it mixes in cgi cutscenes with live action stuff and the faces that are made from the main character hitori is hilarious and funny and situations where you like you like this character you know who she is and you know how she's going to react and the situation comes and you know exactly what to expect and while it is embarrassing it is still fucking hilarious because of just how horrible things go for her because of her own self-doubt and her own social anxieties that play in but then she has these moments of brilliance and beauty where she is able to at least disassociate enough or power through enough to really shine in her music and stuff and she's very talented and people know that she's very talented it's just an interesting storyline 
and it's just an interesting show, but mostly it is funny as hell, which I love about it. Like that's what really keeps me going with uh, this show. And so if there's something you've been waiting for, something to watch, maybe you just have Crunchyroll and looking for something that you don't know, or maybe you've been looking for a reason to get into anime. I think this is a good one to watch, man. It's not it's not heavy. It's not going to make you think too hard. It's got really great aspects to it where it's funny. It's got great music. Like it's got some of the best music that I've listened to. It's not trying to be too edgy where it's like, oh, like super serious drama type stuff. It, it's just a fun show to sit back, relax, watch, and have a good time, man. I would probably put this in like... Yeah, I guess I might put this in my top 10. I really enjoyed it. I got to go add this to my uh, my anime list. There's a new website that a, a friend of mine from work has turned me on to. It's called myanimelist.net. And on there, you can track shows that you're watching, manga that you're reading, and you can rate them. You can share lists. People can look at things that you've seen and read and rated and stuff like that. For me, it's a great way to... Um, keep track of everything because like I mentioned before um with my manga reader uh I ran into an issue I recently upgraded to a brand new iPhone like top of the line this is the first like brand new like release this year phone that I've ever had in my life so I'm super excited about that but as it turns out the manga reader app that I was using on my old iPhone which was like a third-party, questionably official type reading app, was no longer supported and no longer in the Apple Store. So when I got to the new phone and tried to download the app, it was no longer there, and I was unable to share that app from my old phone to my new phone, which was very, very upsetting. And so now I've had to try to figure out a way to read all the manga that I love on my new phone and it is not easy to say the least. I've had to go through all kinds of back channels and websites and trying to figure out because like the stuff that I was reading, what was great about the app was it curated from a bunch of different websites and put them all into this app. And now I no longer have that And the apps that claim to do that either cost quite a bit of money or are very, 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 very sketchy. So I'm very terrified. <laughs> but I am able to navigate websites. Like, I am an elder millennial. I grew up with the internet and smartphones, and I've seen them evolve. So I am quite capable, if I do say so myself. And yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm trying to find all the anime and manga that I used to... Uh, <clears throat> bootleg and thankfully before i got the new phone i transferred all that to myanimelist.net so now i can just go on there and go through the websites to try to find everything that i was reading uh, up to the like as of when i just got my phone so that is my one saving grace and i didn't even plan for that to happen it just magically happened because i was so goddamn lucky but what's also great about that website myanimelist.net and I'm not plugging it because they're paying me. I'm just plugging it because I really enjoy it. Is it curates everyone's ratings and stuff so that you can actually see like everyone's like an average score of everyone's top stuff. So there's like a top 
Well, it's way more than the top 100 list. It just goes top 50, next list, top 50, next. Like, it just gives you the top 50 all the way down. I think I was up to, like, 700 anime by the time I was like, okay, I think I've w- seen all that I'm ever going to see at this point. Because I was trying to find ones that I've watched and where they ranked on this list. And I think I've found just about everything I've ever watched on this list within the top 700 of these anime so i pick good ones man but uh so that's a cool way to find new stuff and that's kind of how i found bochi the rock is through that and through the guy at work because he showed me both things and i saw that on there and he had it rated really high and that's what made me want to check it out and it turns out i'm probably going to rate this really high on my my anime list so um yeah there you go if you want to check that out um i'm trying to remember what i saved it under because you can look up a user and add them or stuff like that so if you want to look up a way to track anime that you're watching give it rating and manga same way uh you can check out my animelist.net i think mine is bryfi podcast i think that's the one i did or no i actually did i i think i did small town nerd cast i think i did small town nerd cast as my username so you can find me that way check out my list you can see like my top stuff in fact Maybe that's what I will do for the first episode of next year is list my top whatever's for the year. I don't know. I feel like I've done that every year and like every podcast. I don't I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about like some anime on my list and why I like them and why I think people should watch them. Because I love fucking anime. God Jesus Christ, do I fucking love anime. I'm a weeb. I'm sorry. I I can't apologize for it. I mean I will, but it's it's not gonna change anything. That being said, that's all that I have for you guys this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the show. And we will see you guys next week. Have a happy new year. Hopefully you had a merry, happy, wonderful Christmas. And same goes for uh, your new year. Be safe. Have fun. And we'll see you guys next year. Bri-fi out.